Welcome back to the Purex Podcast, sponsored by Underage Drinking. <laughs> oh, we got Martin House's pretzel stout here. And Elizabeth is also here, but I'm eating pasta. <sighs> Ooh, uh, 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 uh. Not good. It's weird. It, ooh, yeah, there's like a weird, so it's just pretzel, but like this, you know how you get a soft pretzel, and the so, inside the soft pretzel is like really doughy, mm-hmm. and then the outside is like, you could peel it mm-hmm. off the soft pretzel, it tastes like that, and then five minutes later, there's peanut butter. Yeah, that's a weird flavor, man. Yeah. And it's like, th- yeah, it's, oh, okay. So, my review. Beer reviewing podcast. Didn't get any of that, actually. <laughs> I got, um, dark beer. Uh, no, it's... It, it doesn't have to be a dark beer. It tastes dark. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It tastes like it would beat me up in an alleyway. Oh, yeah. So and you know everyone's favorite So part. this is my kind of beer. This goes out to, um, our friends. Um. Oh, yeah. Best beer ever. Oh, nice. Um. It don't stop. Man, there was something I was going to talk to you about. Oh, yeah, no, I think I already told you I've been working on that bit of um, Native Americans and why they always look like they have resting bitch face. <laughs> Which has to be the dumbest well, one we've come up Because the thing that I was thinking about is we were sitting in the restaurant and it was just a big mural of a Native American and I was like, damn, Native Americans have a crazy resting bitch face. I guess it comes with the territory, though. Oh, wait, what territory? <laughs> so, uh... Um... Native American, what's up? Elephant in the room. What's the elephant? Your parents now. We're parents now. Elizabeth had a kid since the last episode. She's been pregnant for four years. The baby just came out. It was super maldeformed. It has all sorts of Down syndrome. And um, we ended up naming him uh, Bebenbop and Gleebenglop. And we love him as our very own. Say hi, Bebenbop and Gleebenglop. Podcast! Okay, no. <laughs> Um, in more seriousness, well, not really once we get to his name, but I'll leave that for a little bit. So, um, yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm lonely and I want a cat because, uh, my roommate just moved out. She took our rats. We had two rats. Um, and they were gross, nasty. They were good. I didn't like them. I didn't like them as much as new child. And, uh, so I went to, I went to a bunch of different shelters and then I went to Petco and I saw... That's weird. You got orphans at Petco? <laughs> oh my god, I have to burp again. Stop <laughs> burping. Oh my god. I can't help it. Anyways. So I go there. And there's three different cats. And they're all very different. Uh, we, have a, we have a little kitten. little calico. Oh. pretty cute. Named Jack. Okay. Um, then there was a... Ni- Oh, whoa, hey, yo, a what kind of cat? A blood cat. What oh, HP Lovecraft cat? By the way, yeah. everybody should Google that and show their mom if they don't know. Look up HP Lovecraft's cat. What a guy. <laughs> and then I saw a little tabby. They all had the same eyes, but they weren't siblings. Mm. Like bright yellow. Yeah. And, um, oh, sorry, pasta. So I'm fucking around with the cats, you know, just seeing which one has, like, a personality. And, uh, one of them just tries to run away, which I guess, understandable. Me too. <laughs> if some fucking white lady was taking me out of a cage, I'd be like, uh, fuck. Or incredibly turned on. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Mm, get me out of the cage, mommy. Mm-mm. I'm out of the cage now. Uh, so eventually, I got to meet the last one, the tabby, sweetest little baby. Uh, he's four years old. And we named him after H.P. Lovecraft Cat. No, so everybody say did. hi to... <laughs> And um, so this has already been cleared by my mom and everybody I've ever met because I really needed validation for getting this cat. The uh, only person who said no is Jeremy. Yeah, I was like, maybe save the money that you're spending on the cat for like other things. And then um, she brought the cat to my place because she has to get it registered as a uh, emotional support animal. In Which he dorm. is. He is, honestly. But uh, so she left briefly to go to what a work... Christmas a work, party. Yeah, Christmas party after at Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. It's a work Christmas party at Chuck E. Cheese. And even though she was there hanging out with all her Chuck E. Cheese friends, she still had to get into the suit and entertain everybody. No. And she didn't get paid for it. She did, she They didn't ask her to. <laughs> she, she got in the Chuck E. Cheese suit and was like, Hi, guys. I'm Chuck E. Um, anyway. You were... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was chilling with the cat while she was gone. And uh, the cat, dude. So... Let's get to the name really quick. <laughs> we were naming the cat for like hours. and At like 2 a.m. 2 a.m., yeah. So I think I wanted to name it Moon Pie at first. Which, it, it's a cute name. It's a good name. It it's just doesn't work for his color. It's cute. Yeah. But he just doesn't look like a Moon Pie. And then uh, um, as an inside joke with one of our friends, yeah, we thought about Giuseppe Stromboli. Mm-hmm. Shout out Wyatt. OG, friend of the pod. Yeah, Wyatt, if you're listening, you've inspired us. So. <laughs> oh, I hear him. But, um, you know, I <laughs> he's our guest star on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was just like, what's, what's something dumb but lovable? And so we settled on, Dre, three, two, one, soup. soup. Soup is the name of our new cat. And that's honestly because I was like, was it, wasn't it, I was sitting there, I was like, Giuseppe, Giuseppe, or something like that. And then I was no, like, you said that after. Oh, okay, I said that after. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Soup, which is short for Giuseppe. And uh, he's a little baby cat, and he's the best cat ever. So anyway, Elizabeth's at her Christmas party, and the cat snuggles up next to me and gets on top of my lap. And, like, we just got this cat, and he thinks that he's my best friend. Sits down in my lap, watches me play the intro to the Halo Infinite uh, campaign. By the way, wonderful intro to a campaign. Can for confirm. But now, long story short, the cat likes me more than it likes Elizabeth. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Because Jeremy doesn't mm. like people. I don't like people. Soup mm. also doesn't like people. As he should. And so now they're best friends. We are best friends. So Elizabeth bought herself a cat, but in reality, she bought me a cat. This was my early Christmas present. And you even said, you said, I I didn't think I'd be a cat person. I didn't think I'd be a cat person. That's also because I thought I was allergic, but I'm like on and off again allergic somewhat a little bit. Selective allergic? Yeah, it's a weird relationship. But I'm allergic to fucking everything, which is really annoying. Soup. Is Soup is not happy. screaming that we're in this podcast right now. And the thing is, we have the door open. Yeah, he like, can he come in at, at any time. time. I think he's just afraid of... Because I think he's afraid because we're invading his personal space. Because we're recording in the uh, best podcast studio that... We spent so much money on this podcast studio. You and did. Uh, Yeah, so much money. Uh, no, it's actually my closet in my apartment. And 
there's a cardboard box with a bunch of pots and pans, and Soup's been just hanging out inside of there and for a there while. there he is. There he is. Come on. Come on in. You want to come in? Come here, Soup Soup. It's all good. You can come in. Come on. So, his name is basically turned into Soup Soup. Soup Soup is what he likes to respond to, yes. It's the only thing, actually, I he will post to. a picture of Soup Soup on the, at PureXC Podcast on Instagram, and I will also post it on my personal account. Um, I so I am shocked to hear that. Why I like you soup. never post on your personal. I know, but I like soup. Soup's cool. He's the official cat of the podcast. <laughs> official mascot. The pure he? soups to see podcast. Soups to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he oh, goes. He's again. gone. Um, um, so he's been a real light in our lives. Yeah, he's been great. He's been my best friend recently. We we sat down and watched uh, Hawkeye last night, and he was so invested. In I that have show. I've had a lot of animals in my life. Not once have I had an animal so invested in watching television. <laughs> I will say he did drive me up a fucking wall last night because um, he was just meowing at, starting at 3 a.m. all the way through this morning. Wait, it had to have been I think the... it was because of the noisemaker. I sleep with a noisemaker. Because you cause, have trauma? Because my parents fucked me up at EI. No. <laughs> uh, it's because I was a sick kid a lot, and so my parents had a dehumidifier in the room. I don't know, make the air quality better so I wasn't, like, just dying. And, um, yeah, the noise of the dehumidifier just conditioned me to need noise when I go to sleep. But I need, like, an ungodly amount of noise. I need a tornado or a hurricane. I really like the sound of hurricanes. Yeah, can confirm. What did you do during the hurricane? What was the last hurricane that hit here? Hurricane Harvey. Oh, fuck, yeah, it was. Whoops, I should probably know that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that wasn't What that did you do ago. during Hurricane Harvey? Hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Soup's in my lap now. Um, um, I stayed in my house, um, just, which was really weird because it was on the river. Oh, you were on the river? Okay. Yeah, but it had just, like, stopped, like, two houses next to mine. Wow. So I got, like, so okay. lucky. Huh. Interesting. I felt bad because I didn't really have to deal with it. Because, mm-hmm. what, that was your freshman year, my sophomore year? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was living in the, you know, nice place that... My mom still lives in. So, it fucking decimated Surfside, though. I'm glad I wasn't with my dad. Everything decimates Surfside. Everything, man. Shout out Papa M, am I right? Dude, I cannot believe that he moved into my mom's neighborhood. Yeah, that's That's such a bitch mood. Here, here's some some tea. You want to do my dad's backstory? And then we'll do your dad's backstory? Cool. We're doing the Dad Trauma Podcast, everybody. This episode is going to be called... Uh, uh, daddy issues. <laughs> um, daddy issues and soup. Yeah, daddy issue tea. Anyway, soup, you want out? What do you want? You want to hang in here? I'll leave that door open. Okay, soup anyway. I don't know what the fuck he wants. So, um, so my dad and my mom divorced each other in my going after eighth grade, going in this uh, freshman year of high school. And that was a whole thing. They spent over, like, half a million dollars in divorce fees because they're fucking nutsos. And uh, that's how Jeremy went from upper middle class to lower middle class. <laughs> and wah, uh, wah, wah. wah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then my dad's always been, like, really petty about shit. And uh, my mom has, like, panic attacks because of it, but it's okay. She's just a strong lady. She got prescribed medication. She's, she's killing it. Went to therapy and everything. I was like, shout out, Mama K. Anyway, so Mama, or Dada M lives out in Surfside, which is like the beach town, like, what, 15, 20 minutes away? From it's like 10. 10 minutes, yeah, 10 minutes from where Mama K lives. 
and uh, he really likes older women. So uh, he was living with a 71-year-old lady at the time, now 72. Hey, don't scratch. You're making not good sounds for the podcast, Soup. Soup said ASMR. Soup, you want out? What do you want? Okay, I guess he wants out. Anyway. Um, so yeah, and then long story short, uh, recently, Dada M and his, uh, his lady friend that's now 72 is, uh, moved into my mom's Don't worry, guys. She's legal. Yeah. <laughs> she's well beyond legal, bro. She's about to be the inverse of legal. Fucking 81 years old. Um, but yeah, so... That's my daddy issues. Um, would you like to go? Well, yes, I would. I don't see my dad anymore. Go. So mine are pretty complex. Now that I'm like listening to yours, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. So um, little little baby Liz came out. Uh, dad was not there. Like uh, Phineas and Ferb, you know, Doofenshmirtz mm-hmm. is like my own parents yeah. didn't go to my birth. Yeah. That's honestly kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, mom was out cold. Okay. And dad just was not She's there. off a of perk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 20. She... <laughs> Damn. But... They gave her that extra strength Percocet. Well, she had to birth me. Yeah, straight up with your big ass head. <laughs> okay, that was a C-section. <laughs> with your big ass head. Um, So dad just not really around. Eventually, my mom's like, hey, you're actually cheating on me. Fun fact. Ooh. And he was like, what? Are you serious? No way. It's like, what? I thought everyone that works at McDonald's takes work trips to Vegas. He worked at McDonald's? Yes. Okay, wait. Tell me about this. I didn't know this part. He just worked at McDonald's. Okay. Was he like, what? He was like a tech guy. A tech guy at McDonald's? He yeah. worked in the IT department of McDonald's? Yeah. I guess. Where was this? Um, this was in the Woodlands? Conrad? Okay, so still in Texas? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is after you were born? Yes. Cool. And little baby me, mom's like, hey, <laughs> you fucking suck to Robert. Okay, That's, this is biological dad. This is biological dad. So biological dad's like, well, fucking fuck you then. I got eight other kids to take <laughs> care is, of. This is dad a B. This is canon, by the way. Okay. He does have, like... 800 other kids. Yes. Some of them without ears. So I got very lucky. Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. Okay, he just has, like, some recessive gene that makes him not have ears? I guess. Or did he fuck a no-ear lady? <laughs> he fucked a ghoul? Know. She was like, welcome to life, smooth skin. To the babies. Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, Robert dips. I get to be, like, a year, maybe, a few months. Yeah. And then Mama meets my dad. Which is adoptive father. Yes. A.K.A. Dada E. Yes, Dada E. And, uh, coolest, dopest man, fucking, you could just sit down and have a beer with him at any point in time, and he would gladly do it. Yeah, but it would be Lone Star. Yeah. He, he's on his poor man. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, he... He's okay. I thought that was a door. No. Oh. No, you're good. Anyways, uh, Dada E takes me in. I get to be, like, eight. He adopts me, like, legally, so I have a fucking dope-ass last name. Shout out. Eddie. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it's been uh, smooth smooth sailing. They got divorced. <laughs> yeah, they. I was gonna say, I was like, aren't they not together anymore? Uh, yeah, they got divorced in, like, 2018. Oh, really? It was that recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. 
and uh, that wow. was my first time not living what in my What grade house. in high school were you? I think it was October going into sophomore year. October of sophomore year? Yes. Okay, cool. And uh, I went from middle, middle class. Ha ha, my parents. To <laughs> high, low class. <laughs> my parents divorced earlier than yours. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yeah, well, my parents still talk to each other without it being, like, legal. Yeah, through, through a, yeah, fucking litigation. <laughs> yeah, so what else? Um, I've just been vibing ever since. Yeah. I got my dad. He's dope as fuck. And I have two step sisters and a half brother mm-hmm. um but the funny thing about my dad i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast before no um so love my dad right amazing man his story is great he could do write a book do you have his story my dad's story yeah yeah talk about it i don't know it's not really like... no, just tell me i mean you know it's always good so start with where eddie's from so my dad was born in the philippines mm-hmm. and he was there until he was 17 years old um, but he was dirt poor. He lived in a tarp on the street. Do you know where in the Philippines? Um, Alangapo City, I want to say. Okay, and that's, I guess, not a very affluent city. Are, are there any parts of the Philippines that are affluent? Yes. Okay, so, like, what would be an affluent Manila. Place? Okay, and is that, where is that in relation, do you know? Manila is, like, close to the capital, if not the capital. It's no, 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 to where Eddie was. Oh, very far. Very far? Like, two hours. Okay, so is he, like, on the border of philippines or like is it's he... close to it i know what, there's a body of water what borders oh so he was next to he was like on a beachish kind of area i think so yeah okay but uh the thing about the philippines that's really interesting is when there's not enough housing because obviously it's a mm-hmm. considering the amount of people it's a small place yeah um they make these like encampments so it's just lined up tents so it's a not... lot like venice beach right now i guess um, so my dad lived there. Okay. Super, super poor. Like, his, the highlight of his life was getting milk. Oh, wow. All right. He was so excited for milk. Mm-hmm. Now he hates it. And so, this is, so his dad and his mom I've met before. No. You've met his mom. Uh, but the dad is a different dad? The dad's same with me, not his biological dad. Okay, cool. So, I'm assuming his mom met his adoptive dad in the States. No, actually, okay. my, uh, my pop. We're talking about grandfathers yes. and things. My grandpa is a Vietnam, no. He's a veteran of some sort that was stationed in the Philippines. Uh, He's old. Korea, maybe? Potentially. If it was like the 70s. No, well, no, that would have been, that would have been Vietnam. It's because, well, Vietnam ended in 75 and it started in 55. Yes, Korea. so it definitely would have been Vietnam. Korea happened sometime in the 50s as well. Because my dad's birthday is 71. Okay. So it definitely was the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, Papa's, Papa's over there. He's vibing. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, damn, y'all are poor. And he, I guess, <laughs> fell in love with my Lola. Lola is Filipino for grandma. Fun okay. fact. So we will be referring to her as that because I also have white grandparents. Mm-hmm. And they are very different. They are very different. Um, but my, my dad got here when he was 17 through the help of his adoptive dad, my papa. Mm -hmm. And he worked his ass off to get where he is now. Like, I mean, fucking doubles at McDonald's all the time. Eddie or grandfather? Eddie. Eddie, okay. Grandfather, uh, was in the... Do you want the rest of the pasta? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. I'm just talking. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, he busted his ass. Okay. And fun fact about my dad, if you ever see Eddie in person, anybody, he does not have taste buds. Yeah, tell me about this. So when my dad was bad as a kid, they had a lot of peppers in the Philippines that were just kind of like up for grabs because... Yeah, I guess it's... The country. That's like that. Okay. So whenever my dad was being bad and my Lola didn't know like what to do because mm-hmm. my dad was fucking little shit as a kid. Yeah, he you. was. Yeah. yeah. Um, she would make him eat these peppers. Oh, wow. And they wouldn't have milk because that was like a luxury to them. Jesus. So my dad has no taste buds. He will so drink it just Tabasco. Burned all of the taste buds off. Like yep. eating the pepper. Do you know what kind of peppers he ate by any chance? Because no. I I can't imagine it would have been like jalapenos or anything. No, like that. no, no, no. It was like. It was like hardcore. Yeah, like, like the tiny, tiny like chilies. Oh like, fuck! Like the little red ones that yeah. are on. Like they look like almost Christmas light bulbs. Mm-hmm. I forget what those are called. My uh, my next door neighbor used to grow those because they had a garden and they fucked me up every year. Me and my sisters. Uh, my dad made us try them one day. Just. We're fucking around. I don't even know what we were doing. But he made us try them, and it was bad. They yeah. were very bad. I can't and he gets them from the Asian market, so you know. Oh, like, yeah. They don't fuck around. Yeah, but uh, great, great guy. Yeah. He works his ass off. He's an amazing cook, despite not being able to taste. <laughs> you can testify. My yeah. dad cooks so good. No, he's really good. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Allison's boring. Uh. She's not from Texas. What's, so what's the deal with her in Australia? I'm never really sure. Did I never tell you? No, and Allison is Elizabeth's mom for context, but yes. please, yeah, tell me about... So, my mom was born in Arizona. Okay. I think. D- okay. There's a bunch of states that go along with this, so you're just gonna have okay. to, like... No, it's okay. Uh, my mom... New Mexico, or, no, sorry. Arizona. Uh, Phoenix? No. Okay. I want to say it was Tulsa. The beer's kicking in. That's why I'm kind of... <laughs> <laughs> um, so she was born either there. Mm-hmm. No, she was born there. Moved to Texas. Um, kind of early on. Okay. It was... Um, she was there in her high school year, right? Like... Uh, in Australia or in... No, no, no. Norway? I messed that up. Okay. She was in Texas growing up. Okay. Until she got to high school. Okay. Then my grandparents were like, hey... You, know you ever be, been to Australia? <laughs> you know it would be fun and sick? Yeah, so they moved to Australia. Do you know where? Melbourne or Sydney? I think it was Melbourne. Melbourne? Okay. They lived on a farm. Okay. They had a sheep farm. Oh, fun fact. really? Interesting. Yeah. So, real quick, what did Nanny and Papa do out there? Uh, Give well, context for what Nanny does and what Papa does. Well, Papa is a Presbyterian minister. Shout out my boy. Pretty much always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be a pastor okay but then he stopped <laughs> yeah but i think out there he worked no he did that he did church stuff while he was there and then uh nanny was just helping mm. nanny was like they would find a church mm-hmm. they did this a lot of my life they'd find a church that was like needed like a secretary and yeah. then a minister and then we'd have my grandma and grandpa and um yeah my mom that's where she first learned how to drive. She got her first car. She um, did most of her schooling there. Okay. Um, but then she was telling me her senior year, mm-hmm. they moved back to Texas. Oh, okay. Where the only reason I remember this is because she was talking about homecoming. Because mm-hmm. they did the whole mom thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she was very confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So it's just really interesting. I have a kind of crazy family, and that's why I don't sound anything like I was born and raised Texan. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really... I've always thought that your family tree has been interesting. Mine is very much less interesting, but that's also because I don't really know a lot about my parents. Um, do, you, do you ask your parents, like, these questions, or, like, do they just tell you? Sometimes. I don't really know. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you think that you just, like, hear this stuff growing up? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you heard it from Nanny and Papa, or, like, yeah, mainly that, because they, yeah, they like to tell stories. I didn't really learn about my father until I was maybe 15. Robert or Eddie? Eddie. Eddie, okay. I learned about Robert when I was 10, because okay. that's how long it took me to yeah. question that my father was yeah, black. Yeah, black. <laughs> Eddie is black and Filipino. <laughs> Yet he looks Mexican. He does look Mexican. Um, okay. So did Eddie tell you about himself and stuff, or was it... It was mainly my mom. Your mom, Okay. Because um, when you talk to my dad, yeah, good luck not getting a lecture. <laughs> Love the man. Love him to death. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, On top of not being born in America, mm-hmm. English is not his first language. He doesn't speak it that badly, though. He doesn't speak the language bad. It's just the accent. Yeah, the accent isn't even that bad because a lot of, like, a lot of his speech is dad jokes which are really good true. and then he, he'll do the dad joke and he'll wait a minute until you start laughing like ah and that's pretty much entirely eddie <laughs> yeah no he's great he has to be the most interesting person I've ever out met. of every girl i've ever dated and out of every dad i've ever met of every girl i've ever dated he's definitely hands down the best and what's funny about that is my dad is in love with Jeremy. Because I'm the best, I'm the favorite child, I'm the favorite Seriously. cat owner. My, uh, I, I've had a lot of boyfriends in the past, mm-hmm. around holidays. Because she, she's a, <laughs> she's a whore. A whore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that means my parents have gone through all kinds of boyfriends and had to, like, put up with that. Jeremy is the first and only boyfriend mm-hmm. my dad has ever given a Christmas present. Yeah. And it wasn't some just, like, like money or, like, a gift card. No, Jeremy it was thoughtful. Jeremy wears bandanas every single day. I wear bandanas almost every single day. And so my dad got him a pack of colored bandanas. Like, obviously, there was, like, yeah. black and white, but... I really like them. I wore this one the other day, uh, this purple. They're in the closet that we're sitting in right now recording this. Yeah, I really, really like him a lot. He's He's a cool guy. And uh, my mom pays Jeremy $500 a week to, <laughs> to hang out with hang you. Out with me. <laughs> we were down home for Thanksgiving, and <laughs> out of pretty much nowhere. What was that? Mom just goes, uh, what did she say? About paying you $500? No, it's because... Oh, she was like, if I had the $500 yeah. to pay you for hanging out with her. Well, yeah, you need a friend, because that's why you bought a cat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you love soup too no i love soup he's great Um, and my mom loves soup and my mom when i was like a little kid growing up she hated animals like we had a dog and a cat and our dog's name is biscuit best dog ever in the world rest in peace biscuit love you biscuit and we had a cat named kayla kayla is still alive she's 17 fucking years old has been bitten in the head didn't get treated for it for like four years come here still alive (sighs) nothing is killing that bitch um so my mom like hated the idea of getting new animals after everything soup wants mama pets (laughs) okay soup and um then i met navi 
my little my oh, retard Navia. gay baby. Yeah. She's a pit mix, but she's horribly deformed. She is terribly deformed. She's bow-legged. Has a hematoma on her ears. <laughs> she likes to eat bricks. She eats picnic tables she now. She eats picnic tables now. Um, yes, hi. Mm. Hi, Mr. Soup Sh- says hi. Soup, do you want to do a little ASMR do you wanna, for the podcast? Yeah, do you want to do a meow for it? Meow. No? Okay. We can't make him meow on command, yeah, which is which really Yeah, which is a really bummer. He's like... He's quiet most of yeah, the time. Yeah, it's just whenever I need to go to sleep. Yeah. No, he, he was quiet when you're, you're napping today. Yeah, because I didn't have the noisemaker on. We blend. Yeah. Hi, baby. Um, yeah, my family history is very, like, less interesting. Because I don't ask a lot of questions, and my parents don't really tell me a whole lot about them. Well, you see, Jeremy, when your father's black, <laughs> you kind of got to raise a yeah. question or two. Well, I mean, like, because my dad, the only thing that I really know about him is, well, so did you have, how many sets of grandparents did you have? Total? Yeah. I have nanny and papa. Yeah. I have grandpa. Okay. And I have Lola and papa. Okay. So, two, two and a half. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had three, and I never really thought, I thought that was normal. Like, I didn't really understand why that was weird. But, um... My grandfather, on my dad's side, divorced his mom. And I know my dad was really good at baseball as a kid. Like, he was thinking about going to college to play baseball, and he stopped playing because he couldn't, like, he moved after um, his parents split. And uh, so my grandfather, on my dad's side, worked in the mortuary business. And that's why it was really convenient whenever he got deaded because <laughs> when he died we were like oh well we'll just send him to the place where he worked right which was kind of traumatizing in retrospect because all the people that he worked with like had to embalm him and shit which is like really kind of fucked up but uh and they were just there was i remember going to his funeral and there were two really gay guys that were the nicest people i've ever met in my life they came over one day and they brought a soup and they brought uh not the, the cat, cat. They brought us soup and garlic bread and, like, casseroles so that we didn't have to cook. And it was the nicest thing ever. And I was like, damn, I think I love gay people. And then I grew up and I was like, wow, they all... Su-. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but they were great. And then there was the Jewish guy that I talked to that was, like, my grandfather's boss. And my grandfather was a Jew by proxy because he lived in Boca Raton, which is where all the Jews are in Florida. And um, he was, like... I just remember him saying, now listen, this is what I used to do. I used to be a baseball player back in the day, just like your old man talking about my dad. And he's like, and back in college, you know, I was a great baseball player. Everything was fantastic. I was getting scouted for the MLB. But then I kind of realized about halfway through my college years that, well, I wasn't getting any bitches. (laughs) I was like, hey, yo, we're at my grandfather's funeral, dog. And he was like, and so that's why I went into football. And I never had that issue again. But I wasn't good at football, so I never went to the major leagues. And I was like, all right, man, whatever that's about. Um, so family ties. Yeah. And then my grandmother on my dad's side, the one that got divorced, she was a Catholic school t- uh, principal, I think. But she worked at the Catholic schools with, like, nuns and shit. Um and then my parents on my mom's side stayed together, but my mom's side is a whole, like, fucky-wucky thing. Because she, 
She has like seven or eight half siblings. Did I tell you about this? Yes. Okay, yeah. Her oldest half sibling is like in their 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. It's so my mom's the youngest one out of all of them, and they don't like my mom, which is okay. They don't have to, but you know, if they ever listen to this, fuck them. I mean, Kim is an acquired taste. Well, it's not even that. It's because, like, okay, so there was a whole lot of drama that went down because my grandfather died first. So on my mom's side, it was Grandpa Steve. I don't think I've ever talked much about Grandpa Steve. I didn't know him. You told me that. Um, because he died really, like, whenever I was really young, like, five years old. But I remember, like, his favorite thing to do was, so uh, I know about him, he was a cop at one point, and he owned a tire shop. hmm And, um, and there's some really funny story about him talking to a Mexican guy that I can't remember right now. I'll bring it up on the mm-hmm. next podcast. Um, but anyway, I remember that he made, an, made a, quite a bit of money doing the tire shop thing, and he ended up... Like, being able to live in a country club. Or not live in it, but, like, you know, hang out there. And uh, his favorite pastime that he used to show me was he's like, this is what you gotta do. You gotta sit in the country club, you know, like, cafeteria and uh, hang out. And when all the waitresses come over and they bend over to hand you the drinks, you play this. And he had, like, a tape machine that would play farts because he was a fucking menace and he just thought it was really funny. And um, my grandma Virginia... Uh, was a waitress. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, my grandma Virginia was a really, she was a nice lady. I think she was a paralegal. Mm. I don't know what that is, but I know that she made really good money too. Um, and yeah, I don't know much about her either, but she lived with us for a while because she got pancreatic cancer because she used to smoke a lot. And uh, yeah, so they were they were cool. I liked them a lot. But yeah, I just wish I would have known them better. It's a bummer. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. None of my family members have passed. Oh, yeah, I should probably mention that everybody, all all my grandparents are dead. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know how my Lola and Papa are still alive. They, not not to be mean, they seemed very nice. They also seemed very severe looking. Yes. Like, <laughs> but they've always looked severe. Okay. Like, literally, as long as I've known them. Yeah. Um, they are both very much alcoholics. My okay. Lola has a gambling addiction mm-hmm. and uh, has had throat cancer. Oh, shit. She had throat cancer? Yeah. Did she have a walker the last time I saw her? Yes, probably. Okay. But it's been, like, on and off. Like The walker on and off? No, or the, the throat, throat cancer. cancer. Oh, great. Did she smoke? or did Yes. What? Oh, okay, cool. I don't think she has any more. I haven't seen her do it. I hope not. Not if she got throat cancer. Well, you know, my family. (laughs) What? They're stubborn. Yeah. Um, And I wonder where you get it from. It's not genetic. I wonder. (laughs) Fuck yeah, it is. It's genetic from my dad. Yeah, it's genetic from your mom, too. Your Uh, mom's a very stubborn lady. Oh, Allison. We got to talk about Allison and that one time in the drive-thru. Oh, my God. I hate thinking about that. It's okay. Everybody has their bad moments. I'm not so, mad about it. So, uh, me, Jeremy, and my mom all went to go look at apartments up in the Galleria area, because that's where she was going to work. And, um... More spark rubber. It was, it was a long day. We were going at these apartments for <laughs> hours. And, um... So, we're, we get done, and we're driving home, and I'm like, can we please get something to eat? Like, I'm starving. Had not eaten. 
Well, no, we had mod pizza. Oh, yeah, we had mod that pizza, was like, but it was really tiny pizza. And it was like seven hours. Yeah. So we go to McDonald's. And this has to be like a Mirage McDonald's. Like, yeah, it I was weird because it was a... it was on like uh, it was, it was next on the, to a it railroad. Was, it was on the off ramp of a highway. Yeah, and next to and a next railroad. To a ra- yeah, okay, I remember the railroad. Next to like now. a scrap yeah, no, it was a uh, it was a um, metro. metro. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was not a real McDonald's, I don't think. Yeah. And I, in my mom's defense, they were being weird. Yeah. Like they obviously didn't want to be there. I worked in food service. I know what it's like. Like, it's okay. <laughs> she was just... You remember this more than I do. I just... So, I remember we were sitting in the car, and I think she did, like, a curbside order yes. at the McDonald's, and nobody was showing up. And she goes, will you please go inside and see what's going on, like, 15 minutes later? I was like, sure. So, I went inside. Or, I, I went to the door, and the door was like, nobody's allowed inside or something, like, drive through only. And I got back, and I was like, it's drive through only. She was like, well, Why? Why didn't they say that anywhere? And I was like, well, they said it on the door. I don't think they expected curbside people to show up. And uh, and there was nobody in the entire... No. Like, no cars, no nothing. So we went around through the drive-thru, and I just remember her yelling, just screaming at this person. And I was like... <sighs> I wasn't really happy just because, like, that kind of energy, like, where someone gets impatient with a service industry person. I get I get frustrated with service industry people. Yeah, you do. I do. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of that, but I'd never say it to their face. I always give the most backhanded insults that I possibly can when they turn around because that's just way more fun. I know, because it's to me. <laughs> uh, well, but that's also what I grew up on. Like, I mean, if I go out with my mom... Cause, so that happened a lot, I guess, whenever you were a kid. Like, if you went out to a restaurant. Not not to that degree, because she was no, screaming. No, 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 no. But I guess she does. It's usually does... my grandma. It, rub- it rubbed off of my grandma onto my Your mom. nanny does it? Yes. Really? Religious. But she used to. Okay. Now she's on, she's high all the time. Okay. My grandma lives in California now, smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. Not like smokes, but her doctor, I kid you not, my grandma's bipolar disorder and she hurts herself a lot. She yeah. trips, falls. But it's a medication she's on, like, I understand. Mm-hmm. But um, her doctor was just like, just take some edibles. <laughs> just take edibles. You will be fine. She does pretty much every night. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it rubbed off on my mom. Um, but it has not rubbed off on me. Morally, I cannot let myself do that. Yeah, and that's good. I'm glad, because if you did shit like that, like, it it doesn't bug me a lot, but it's, like, I didn't, like, my mom doesn't do that. And it's Mm -hmm. not, like, my mom's better than your mom, but, like, my mom would do the same shit that I do, but worse, because I know, like, I've lived with my mom. Except your mom's racist. No. (laughs) Hey, only when she has a few drinks. No. uh, But my mom, like, will... I'll, well, something will happen, like the server will be slow or something, and or they'll say something just stupid, and while they're standing next to us, my mom just looks at me and, like, flashes her eyes really quick, like, her eyes get really big, and I know she's thinking shitty thoughts about the person, and I just have to be like, shut the fuck up, please don't say anything, mom, please don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, I've never been like that. Yeah. I just can't, you know? And I get people who get angry at certain... Like, okay, it's not right in any way. It's not justifiable. I understand, but I could never... It's entitlement. Yes. I have to look at things in, like, a grand scheme kind of way. Yeah. 
Like, what's going to come out of me yelling at the server? Yeah. What What are they going to do? Go home with their tip money and live their lives? Yeah. Like, also, I, I wanted to talk about this. When you go to a restaurant, everyone's like, don't go to eat if you can't tip. Mm-hmm. While, yes, I get that, sometimes you can't. Yeah. And people shouldn't be super angry at you for it. So I'm like, if I go out to eat, do I want to sit down and tell the server, hey, I don't have enough money to tip you? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, what if they just hate me the whole time? Well, I mean, has that happened recently? No, 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 no. Okay. I just think about it. Well, because, like, I don't tip a lot. And that's not because I feel like I they don't deserve my money. It depends. Like, they have to, because there's so many servers that I get that are the same thing. And they are pandering to what I want them, what they think I want them to be. I just want them to be themselves. Except LSA. I, well, I have had a few servers at LSA that have been like, you know. Well, the just, three I think we've had. The three we've had have been okay. The but gay like, guy in the shorts. Yeah. And the girl he was great. In the booth. Yeah. And then she was great the too. girl when we were at the table. She, she was, was all right. right. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, there was that one time I went to Buffalo Wild Wings by myself. Oh, yeah. And I gave one of the girls, like, a $12 tip because I was like, she was fantastic because they, Buffalo Wild Wings sucks. Like, the service is always terrible. Uh, but she was making it happen. And I was like, like, I, I felt bad because I was like, could I just get, I pigged out that day. I was like, could I get two quesadillas? She's like, sure. By the way, if you have not had Buffalo Wild Wings quesadillas. They're fire as fuck, oh dude. They're God. so good. But so I like the quesadillas because it gives me a chance to sample all the sauces that they have. Uh, and just see like it maybe at some point I'd like to get wings. So I think she brought out the quesadillas and I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot to ask. Could I get a um, like teriyaki little sauce cup? And then an orange chicken. And then I think I asked for, like, one of the other, like, spicy sauces. And she was like, yeah, that's going to take a minute, though. I'm sorry. Like, we're really, like, understaffed. I was like, no biggie. It was also during, like, the playoffs. Yeah, it was, it was during uh, the um, World, World Series. Series. Yeah, yeah, And we were talking. And uh, she was talking to me about the game and stuff. And it was, it was cool. She was really nice. She even, like, sat down at one point, And uh, we were just talking. And she was great. And I just gave her, like, a 12. I was like, I just remember going, like hey, do you get tipped directly or is it shared tips? Which is a very important thing to ask. Yes. If you, oh, my God. Yeah, if you don't like, if you like the way that a server is handling themselves but you don't want to tip everybody, definitely give them cash, like, directly. Don't leave it on the table. Well, I didn't know this. Some restaurants make you turn it in. Have a 2% rule where you have to give, like, 2% of your tip Yeah. to the company. It's so dumb. It's really gay. Yeah. The service industry is why... That's why I'm glad I'm not in the service industry right now. Like, I... While I do miss it, because I miss the customer interactions, I didn't get tipped that much whenever I was at Bodega. But whenever I did get tipped, I got tipped, like, 20 bucks. (laughs) And I was like, all I did was find you a beer, man. I don't know what you want me to do. I make... She makes ungodly amounts of money, dude. More money than I will ever make. For working at a Chuck E. Cheese, you're probably like, what? I do birthday parties on the weekends. I do parties basically like Friday through Sunday. And if there's like a random one some Mm -hmm. other time, I go and do it. And um, there's this past weekend, I walked away with $220 in cash. Total. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I get like what you'd say eighty yeah. dollars a day. Probably just about like an average. And so I basically double my paycheck over the weekends. Yeah. And to anyone who really doesn't like themselves but knows they need to work, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese Party Host is the way to go. You don't work a lot. Yeah. And it's all pleasing people. So if you're a people pleaser like me, yeah, it works. Um, but you have to clean a little bit, which kind of sucks. You know what I thought about that we could not to completely switch topics. What a um, do you want to talk about the acid story? Because we said last week that we would talk about it. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We've got fifteen minutes to run down the acid story. Uh, fifteen minutes, give or take. So. So. It was about a year. No. It was over a year ago. ago. Yeah. And we had just met. Yeah, we it had, had pretty been much just two met. months. Yeah, and so, uh, sorry, mi madre, that's why I'm leaving it for the last 15 minutes of the podcast. Also, sorry, my mom, if you're <laughs> listening. Uh, so, my mom was out of town for a while, and it was me, Wyatt Raul, right? Old school guest. Shout out my boys. Um, and me. And Elizabeth was there, and so I would cook, I cooked that night. I made... Is that the mahi-mahi? I made mahi-mahi with... And I super overcooked the fish. Like, the fish was not great. But, I liked it. Uh, I made mahi-mahi on a bed of rice and beans with, with pineapple, pineapple salsa. salsa. Or was it mango salsa? It was pineapple. Uh, and it was really good. I, I was really happy with how it turned out. I did overcook the fish a little bit, but other than that, it was great. Um, <laughs> this is so unimportant to the yeah, story. Yeah, right. But so anyway, I just remember that uh, I I was like I think we were joking about getting acid, and then yeah. they they went to go get weed, and then they came back and they were like, oh, hey, we have acid, and I was like, okay, and they were like, oh yeah, we are already dropped, <laughs> and I was like, cool. So I sat down, and I put the you know little piece of paper on my tongue. No. What we went. Or at least I know I did. I don't remember. What's up? We went to get the weed. Yeah. Then we went to Kroger. You guys went to Kroger? I didn't know that. Is okay. Is that in truck? Probably. Yeah. Why did you not go? I think you were cooking. I was cooking, yeah. 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 So we went to Kroger because you needed something. Probably. And we all dropped in the truck at Kroger. Yeah. Then came home. Mm-hmm. Then you did. And then I did. And, uh, and that was like an maybe an hour later, because I, I, I was still cooking by the time you yeah. guys got back. So probably like 45 minutes to an hour later. And uh, so, you know, we're all chilling, and then you guys have a friend come over. Yeah. Which which one? There were two people that came over that night. Lesium came over. Not yeah, to dox Lesium. Yeah. And then um, she was over for a while, and I remember we Who went out. was there? Evan came over. Oh, I forget that was yeah. the same night. Yeah, that was the same night. No, no, no. It went Evan and then Lesium. No, we were in the back. Lesium was first. I promise Lesium really? was first. Yep. Yeah, Lesium was first because Lesium was there before we got in the bath and she left before we got in the bath. But she was there when we got oh, went God. out and we totally had the greatest acid sex of all time. So, no, you're missing a vital part. <laughs> so for some goddamn reason... Everyone's like, let's go be a traveling gypsy band. Yeah. When it's like... It was super dark outside. It wasn't technically nighttime, I think. Like, there was still a little light left. Yeah. But we all left, and Mm -hmm. I didn't have my glasses on. And I'm very blind without my glasses. Yeah. And so at first it's fine. And then we get out into an area that I don't recognize. Yeah. 
and I just flipped the <laughs> fuck out. Which I've never had a bad trip on acid. Still haven't to yeah. this day. It was just that moment it was yeah. fucking terrifying. She she didn't have her glasses. But yeah, she couldn't see at all. Yeah. So we came back and then had acid sex. Yeah, it was fantastic. We did we did it twice that night. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And then uh, Evan came. Yeah, well, because we sex and then bath, and then we sat. Okay, so we so the <laughs> bathtub was the best part. Okay, so we got in the bathtub, and there's disputing accounts. Wyatt will tell you we were in there for three hours. I promise we were not. I remember getting in the bathtub and it was nine o'clock, and. Three hours later, after we had cried, laughed, like we both tears stared at a mirror, stared at a mirror, had God complexes like passed between us. Like it was the craziest bathtub experience that I can't ever reciprocate to another human being. That's why we're so tight, I think, is because we had that experience. But, I um, stand by the fact oh, that yeah. that's... Oh, yeah. That was one of the... And so I'm not condoning underage acid taking. Or acid taking in general. Because there's no such thing as underage. Yeah, right? It's no but, legal Because it's legal. <laughs> but um, honestly, I think if you do it as a couple, it's one of the greatest things you could ever do together. If you guys think that you're solid enough to create that sort of bond... To be honest, I didn't, like... I mean, it's so hard to look at it this way... But, like, before we did it, I don't, I wasn't in a place, like, where I am now where I was, like, oh, I completely trust you. Yeah. Because we still had, like, Wyatt and Raul in the house. Yeah. But after, I was just, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is it. Was, it it, it does, because it does, there is, like, a neural genesis thing that happens. So now we're fucking that. fused. Because now we're fused in the same person. And we have a cat together. And we have a cat together. <laughs> like, if you would have told me a year ago, as soon as I dropped that tab, I would have had a cat with you, I would have been, like. Who, why are you in my house? And why do you look like me? <laughs> um, I love those jokes. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so I I remember we were sitting in that bathtub for like three hours. And then yeah. by the time the three hours were up, I checked my phone and it was 10 o'clock. And I was like, <sighs> so Wyatt says we were in there for three hours. Wyatt, if you're listening, you're wrong. We were in there for an hour. So anyway, we leave. And uh, Evan's there. I was still using puff bars at this she time. She was still using also. puff bars, and there was a dispute over puff bars. Because um, if it's mine, it's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you drive a fancy car. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But then I, I remember us having a debate because there was a spider on the ceiling, and you wanted to kill it. Oh, yeah. And me and Wyatt and Raul were like, well, Raul was just quiet. Raul like, was... But but me and Wyatt were like, why, why do you think it's okay to kill things? And yeah. we, we were just like we were like looking back the, on that. The spider's not hurting anybody. Why the spider was not hurting anybody? It was on the ceiling. It's like twelve feet ceiling. My brain. I was on acid. Yeah. So my brain wasn't thinking of consequence of killing it versus letting <laughs> it outside. I was thinking, hey, that spider shouldn't be on the ceiling. Yeah. Um. But then. One of the greatest parts of that night, and I might upload that at some point, as I, I'll ask for Wyatt's permission next time I talk to him. Uh, I might upload. There's a video of, or like an audio recording I have, and so I remember walking outside and Raul was out there because I think Raul smoked. Yes. And I was like, "Fucking, he's a fucking maniac!" <laughs> and so, so Raul smoked and Wyatt was out there too, and I think he smoked. And we stayed inside. And we came out, and Wyatt had my guitar, and he was playing the guitar. 
And it's one of the spaciest and coolest sounding things I've ever heard. And it's really simple. Like, he's not doing anything super crazy. Like, it's easy to recreate, but you can't get that same sort of energy back from it. Like, because he was fucking rolling. And I remember, like, it wasn't super dark. No, it was still light outside. It was, it was still, but it was, like, barely light. And we were laying on your porch. We were laying, I have back porch and this concrete floor. And we were laying, all of us were laying down it on our backs. perfect temperature and outside. Perfect temperature. And the fan was just slowly mm-hmm. spinning above us. And Wyatt was playing guitar. And it's just super droney. I might upload it into the feed at some point, like way later. Um, but it, yeah, I, I stand I, by I that being one know. of the most that, serene experiences it of my life. It was the greatest experience. The only thing was, is I wanted it going go forever. Like, I wanted it to yeah. go on forever, and Wyatt ruined it because he played the intro Dun. roundabout. He was like, Poo-dee-dee. and I was like, I just, I think you could hear it on the recording. I was like, you're such a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was. I highly recommend doing acid with your partner. No, and yeah. And that's, that's the thing is, it's like, I know that it's, it's rough, like, for people, because you know how people, like, nowadays are like, oh, and I don't condone underage drinking. I condone underage drinking. I think it's great. But you have to know, like, what your limits are. Yeah, there's consequences. I'm still finding my limits. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I blacked out, you know, as we talked about on the last podcast. But um, I feel like doing drugs when you are ready and able and in a safe environment. That's the biggest yes. thing. If you're in a safe environment, because I had a safe environment. I know it's shitty. Because my mom was there a lot of the times and she was asleep. And I've apologized to this for, like, you know, before. And we have an understanding that it was like, yeah, it's a phase, it's over. But at least I know how to deal with it. You know, I think your mom's the same way, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, take drugs and drink. Do all of those things. But make sure that you know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't do it alone. Yeah, and don't do it alone. Like, and I'm not in any way condoning meth or amphetamines yeah. or heroin. I'm not talking about the damaging drugs. Just psychologically altering. Like, I think weed, uh, go for it. I don't think, I think you need to be careful with weed. Yes. Because weed can kill your ambition. Yes. Because it did that to me. And I had to stop for a really long time. Can confirm. Um, Because it just killed my ambition. I didn't want to do anything. And then, um... And also, we had a bad pot brownie experience. We can talk about that oh on the next episode. God. More drug stories for the next episode. Um, you guys don't understand. We were fucking in outer space. I And we ordered outer space dominoes, and I had a panic attack. <laughs> it was the worst. You started crying. I did start crying, because I do. Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next time. Anyway, that's all the teas you get. Um, but yeah, it... I... I like, I mean, you agree, right? Like, drugs are... Absolutely. Do you want to go over an hour? I'm kind of feeling going over an hour. Just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. I absolutely feel like... I think developmentally, Mm -hmm. this could be completely wrong. Mm -hmm. Once you hit 16, Mm -hmm. try a psychedelic. Uh, Okay, I think 16 for girls, as long as they're in a safe environment. I think... 1718 for guys just because I like I know that there's the whole thing about like guys maturing slower than girls do mm-hmm. and I think that that's a very real thing. Yes. <laughs> but the girls also need to be careful mm-hmm. because I don't think that you should get in any way like psychologically like mushrooms or acid intoxicated around anybody that you don't trust. Yeah. So when we did acid 
I very much trust White and Roll. Mm-hmm. To this day, I still do. They would have my back at any time. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, like, looking back in that situation to someone who doesn't know those people. Mm-hmm. Me is the only girl in this group yeah, of Yeah, and it does look really shitty, yeah. But, no, they're wonderful people. They're yeah. very good people. No, I trust me. them to take care and, like, hang out, you know. But if you have even, like, a slight doubt, if you have just, like, an inkling of a suspicion that mm-hmm. something wrong is with, like, there's something wrong with the people you're with, do not do it. No, it's... You it's, will be paranoid. It's not worth it, because if, if, if you do something like that and you're in an area where you just don't feel safe, even if it's somewhere where, like, you don't feel safe but you feel like you should... And because this happened to me a lot whenever I was back doing all that shit in high school is I would end up in areas that I did not feel safe in any way, shape or form. But I felt like I didn't feel safe because it was outside of my social like like awareness. Like Mm -hmm. if I was at a place that was uh, I don't know how to say it in a way that doesn't sound like I'm looking down on somebody. But I lived in a really nice area of town. and I'm very fortunate for that. Yes. Incredibly fortunate. If I was in somewhere. And we were getting high, and somebody at somebody's place that wasn't very fortunate. It, it, I would just or like I knew it was on a bad side of town. I'd just kind of get a little bit uneasy, and nine times out of ten, I'd leave. Yeah, um, I'm I'm lucky. I've never had anything like that. Um, all the places I've done psychedelics were pretty much. It was only one time outside of my house. Mm. Um. Don't recommend doing it with your mom in the other room, <laughs> and you stay up until the sun comes up, and then you and your two friends decide to leave your two-bed, one-bath rent house uh, to go look at the sun while your mom is sleeping with the door open in the next room. It raises some questions. <laughs> I'm very lucky to have a cool mother. Yeah, very true. Who, uh... So I'm one of those people that if something happens, if, like, I need to talk to somebody important when I yeah. die, I sober up, like that yeah i mean it's almost instant because i'm terrified of that i sort of have that but i don't realize no, you do not. no that's not true because okay like there there were several times sorry mom again there were several times when my mom would come out of the living room and we'd be drinking oh oh we'd be drinking the creme de la creme of cheap alcohol for high schoolers we'd be mad drinking dog. mad dog md 2020s they're like grape wine for anybody that doesn't know what they are they're really shitty things you can pick up, like buzz balls almost. They don't taste as but they, bad. But they come in like probably 20... Buzz balls were your fucking Buzz weakness. balls are really good. But they come in like 20 ounce bottles probably. Yeah. They, they, they look like big glass flasks. and um, It looks almost like crown. Uh, yeah, could be a I'd be hammered. My mom would come out and be like, everything okay? I'd be like, I'd fucking, yeah mom, everything great. <laughs> and I could sober up then, but like if I had to drive, no. Like I just don't drive. <laughs> you did at the time. Uh, hi, I never drove drunk. I, um, I'm just a big woods when it comes to that stuff. Like, it was fun freshman through junior year to do all these crazy things. And senior year. But senior senior year is when we, like, got old. Yeah, that was when we got old. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just, like, we both needed to chill out because you had to get through senior year. And she was at a new school. And I do want to talk about that at some point, the reason why you're at the new school, just because I feel like that, if that reaches enough people, like, that could be a really nice thing. Yeah. Um, because I was too sick for the other one. <laughs> too sick with it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that at some point. Um, if anybody really wants to hear that, just reach out to me. Um, 
I thought we were going extra. Do you want to go some more? Yeah. I, I'm having fun. Let's. I'm kind of out because we have uh, the. Oh, we still have to, yeah, yeah. shoot the advertisements, yeah. Um, well, uh, hey I just guys. wanted to say. Hey guys, thank you for oh, no, no, no. 50 I, I had more things to say. Okay. You cut me off. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, like, at the end of the day, moral of the story. Definitely do drugs, definitely drink, as long as you're in a safe environment with people that you trust. And that's all that matters. And if anybody ever tells you, if these fucking trust.coms, or, or truth, if these fucking yeah. truth.coms, change.org, stop vaping shit tells you to stop, hey man, you only listen once. Just rupture your lungs with nicotine. It doesn't matter. Who's going to tell you no? The people that card you? Fuck them. Anyways, guys, thank you for getting us to 50 <laughs> listens on the podcast. Yeah. Um, you guys are great. Love you guys. Bye.